0: Dan, it's just me Daniel. and you. Here we go, brother. <laughs> me and you again. Br- brunch in 3D, everybody.
1: That's right. Brunch in 3D. Uh, Chris is, you know, he's Wisconsin's favorite son, and, you know, this Wisconsin State Fair was ending this weekend, so he, of course, had to make an appearance.
0: Oh, naturally. Yeah. Naturally, the, the demand is there. Once Wisconsin's first favorite son gets his... Time in the spotlight, his second favorite son then uh, steps right in, and that's what where Chris is having lots of cheese, and you know probably signing wheels of cheese for people at the state theater.
1: Dude, do you think
0: Giannis signs
1: wheels of cheese? I guarantee he's done it. I guarantee it has to have, has to. Because like I feel like Aaron Rodgers would never, he would never, but I don't even know who would actually want him to do it.
0: Yeah, but Giannis probably most certainly had that question, and uh, I guarantee he would have done it.
1: Yeah, no question. All right, well, let's get into (laughs) the first question of the day, which is brought to you by Mr. Chris Gates. Yes, Okay. Mr. Chris Gates. What's a debate you always seem to lose, but you'll never concede defeat?
0: Oh, damn. Ooh, strong question. Strong question coming in from Chris. A debate I always seem to lose but never concede. Ooh, boy. Um it's probably like wrestling related. Okay. <laughs> and to non-wrestling fans that don't understand it, yeah, I will always debate it's form of entertainment and uh, won't concede um that it's stupid <laughs> <laughs> and fake and all that stuff. So that that that's the first one that that comes to my mind is that's always that's always. And I have that conversation on, uh, often enough as an adult because I'm an adult watching a show that they think is meant for kids.
1: <laughs> Mine, uh, first thing that popped in my head is sports related, and it is that Pat White. a better college quarterback than tim tebow and i will go to my grave i will go to my grave and it's something chris mentioned last week that like had and i almost brought it up but i was like all right we got to get off this topic so like i didn't do it but if you watch tim tebow highlights and you watch pat white highlights they look like they were playing a completely different sport like (laughs) i'm i've been saying this forever like he's just better. He was better than Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow had all the people around him had Mm -hmm. all the legendary coaches around him. Not Pat. He was just freaking amazing at West Virginia. (laughs) And I, I will go to my, I will go to my grave saying it. I always lose that one too. Wow. Uh, Yeah. I would imagine that's a tough
0: debate to have, but two talented quarterbacks can't argue that part. Can't. Can't argue that part. Yeah. They both had about, what, the same NFL career, so.
1: Yeah, short. <laughs> <laughs> they got that thing in common. <laughs> Very true. Very true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That question, courtesy of Chris, I, he didn't t- tell me his, though. I wish he would have told me his.
0: Oh, that's lame. You know, you know, a lot of his stuff is triggered by something, so. Yeah. There's got to be one in you. I'm I'm willing to bet everything in the entire world that it's sports related, <laughs> <A> thousand <laughs> percent. As well, there's no doubt. There's no doubt. Percent. So, hmm. Well, we got to find out next week. Yeah, we got to find out. You know, there's got one for him. But that's a. a I'm going to be thinking about that all night, and I know the list is just going to get longer. Yeah, that's an interesting. That's an interesting question.
1: There's also like another one that I have that I always. I don't know if I. Thing is, I don't know if I ever lose these, but I know that like the majority of people don't agree with me here. Like I believe that the Kardashians are the most influential family in a modern American history. Wow.
0: I didn't know you were going to use that word at the end. History, um, <laughs> history, history, strong, strong so, statement. Yeah. I mean, hard to argue the influence, but history, yeah. modern American history. Yeah. Boy, oh Boy you need to watch some more history channel
1: <laughs> but yeah that's a debate i will i will go i will i will go down swinging so i don't feel like i lose them everyone else thinks i lose it but i don't feel like yeah that.
0: <laughs> that's fair yeah
1: that's fair all right well let's what's what's up it's the brunch breakdown it's DD out here in los angeles dan is in Pittsburgh, and Chris is in Wisconsin, and I believe Powaukee, Wisconsin, which is next to Milwaukee, because they just name places really close to each other. Yeah,
0: makes a lot of sense, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, silly. Anyways, today on the menu, uh, we're going to be talking grocery stores and some weird things that Aldi and Kroger are doing. Can't wait to talk about that. uh, We'll be talking a little song of the summer as we talk about what music we're listening to and... The Royals, the Kansas City Royals, are doing some interesting things with food at their ballpark. Uh, interesting they're doing this midseason, but we're going to talk about that and so much more. But, Dan, let everybody know where they can find the Brunch Breakdown.
0: Yeah, interesting to say the least. Uh, what is interesting, though, is that you can find the Brunch Breakdown anywhere that you listen to podcasts. You know, we know you to go through and name them. Apple, Spotify, Google, SoundCloud, literally wherever you listen to podcasts, you my friends can find The Brunch Breakdown. New episodes each and every Wednesday. Make sure you're following and subscribing so those episodes can come right to you. They go live first thing Wednesday morning. Let the episodes uh, come to you whenever you're ready to listen to them. Full video episodes as well available on our YouTube and our Facebook page also debut on Wednesdays. Uh, those come out at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, and of course, it's available on demand anytime you want to watch those on both of those channels. And of course. Ladies and gentlemen, we are everywhere on social media. Why aren't you following us? If you aren't by now, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Triller, TikTok, you follow us, we follow you back. It's a lovely world. We work together in this. And of course, last but not least, the Sounds of Brunch playlist updated each and every Friday or whenever DD and Chris get their songs over to me. We try to aim for Friday. So make sure you check out the Sounds of Brunch updated exclusively every Friday. On Spotify, two weeks full. Now remember, we're doing two oh, weeks yeah. full, so you're gonna get two times the music, two times the weeks, two times the sounds of brunch. What more can you ask for?
1: <laughs> well, now uh it's time to get random topics off our chests. Let's get it off our chests. And Dan, I will get started because mine is like on my brain right now because I just got out of my car like a half hour ago. Let's um, go. Then. Google Maps, Ways, uh, Apple Maps, whatever map apps you got there. I need you to tell me how much time you were cutting off of my drive if you're going to make me go an annoying route, okay? Like, on the certain day, me taking this right turn might shave off 30 minutes. But on the average day, this right turn might make my drive longer. I need to know what you need to tell me. Because there's like a couple ways that like I go to work and it's like either I take this right turn, which is a more annoying way, but sometimes it cuts off traffic In other ways you just keep going straight and like, whatever, you get home basically at the same amount of time. And today was one of those days where I took the annoying route and just watched it go up, 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 oh. up, up. And I'm like, I could have just got right on the highway, just, you know, went a little slower and I would have just been moving instead of sitting at this light. For a very long time waiting for somebody in front of me to turn left or not turn left in the light, you know, recycles. I need these apps to tell me what they're getting me into on a random Tuesday in Los Angeles or anywhere that I am, because that is the most frustrating thing. I'm all for cutting time, but like I don't need to cut 30 seconds off of my drive. You know what I mean? I had to get that off my chest because I'm just very frustrated right now. As I probably added like a solid five to ten minutes on to my drive this afternoon because I went the annoying way.
0: Oh, dude, I hear that. That's a it's a fantastic point. I I go through that so often on my way home from work. There's basically two ways that I can go, and it's really not doing doing me doing me any good not doing justice by telling me one way over the other because the domino effect is usually very very poor very very poor it's like was this really the best way to go was it was it and very very frustrating i just the problem i i don't know if that the problem is there's too many of these damn things You know what I mean? Because you have to have location services turned on if whatever app you're using. And if you're not, it's like, we're using too many different things. We need one app for that that has every car on the move, most accurate information. Because I like get so mad at this damn thing. I'm like, there's no red traffic here. I should have gone that way. I do that all the time. And I'm like, damn it. It's because not everybody's using this app. They're using this one, this one, this one. We all just got to get one traffic. Driving app. Let's get, let's get MapQuest back going. They got it. They're the OGs. <laughs> I'm switching to the MapQuest app. I think everybody needs to get on board. The most up to date traffic. That's all I want. That's all
1: I want. <laughs> Bring back the printed maps. Let's go. <laughs> everybody just print their directions out the night before and just figure out where you're going. You want to avoid it. tolls. Yeah. If you want to avoid streets or whatever, you figure that out the night before. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly what a time (laughs) dan get it off your chest
0: uh this is going to be probably one of the more random chess segments that i've uh ever done on this show um so i'm going to be throwing some different things at you the first one's kind of my main one um stop throwing shit at musicians on stage it's really (laughs) just that simple stop doing it okay you should be locked up if you even attempt to do something like that and if it happens at a show that I'm at, you bet your ass I am calling your ass out cuz you deserve to be locked up, thrown away, never to be at that artist's show again or a show in that venue ever again. This trust this trend is just so messed up. It really is messed up. And if it continues people, we're going to start having barriers at concerts, okay? Remember when baseball a couple of years ago put in the fencing like randomly. They didn't really tell anybody putting the fencing down the baselines and people were freaking out. It's obstructing my view. Well, get used to watching a concert that way or behind plexiglass. If you keep doing this stupid shit and throwing stuff at people, um, I just, it, it makes no sense to, it's so dumb. It's so ridiculous. I know we got a story from the guy that threw that thing at Lady Gaga the other day and hit her right in the face. And that wasn't his intention, whatever. It was a the mess that was a, whatever. It doesn't matter. You still hit her in the face in the middle of the concert. You shouldn't be throwing anything. Period. It's that simple. It's that simple. So stop throwing shit at concerts. And I mentioned wrestling at the top. No tie into this uh, intentionally, but um, I had somebody ask for a little wrestling talk on the brunch breakdown. So I'm gonna give it to you real quickly. Um, get this off my chest. Stop booing Liv Morgan, you stupid idiots. Okay, stop booing her. So what if she tapped out to Ronda Rousey? They had to make Ronda Rousey look strong. They're just going to have her lose again and again, cleanly. Okay, so stop that. That's pissing me off. Stop doing Liv Morgan. She deserves it for what she went through, the journey she went on through. So there's your wrestling talk. Five good wrestling
1: seconds on a brunch breakdown. A couple things to get off my chest this week. That is beautiful. And I have something for both of those. Um, oh, yeah. Because I think it's really messed up with the throwing stuff on, on, At concerts, because these people kind of do it on purpose. I don't know if you saw the the Kid Cudi at Rolling Loud. There's Mm -hmm. a video that a guy who threw something took of him throwing it, and watches it just hit Kid Cudi. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. you took video of you throwing something at the person that you paid hundreds of dollars to see. That you fought through enough people to get that close to throw something at somebody at a music festival is a feat in itself. So you've been sitting there for a very long time. You knew a week before Kanye wasn't performing. I don't know why you're mad at Kid Cudi and why you're not just like, I'm going to go have a good time at this festival. And you throw Mm -hmm. stuff at him and multiple, multiple people threw stuff at him and he just walked off stage. And I'm like, if I'm any performer, I'm like, if I get hit with one thing, I'm out.
0: I'm gone. Oh, for sure.
1: Because right there, insurance is covered. You pay for the tickets. I don't care. That guy ruined it for everybody because that's just like, I don't know. That's just a crazy thing just to throw something at someone and hit them. And I'm supposed to keep on going. No. Right. No I'm way. Good.
0: Yeah. Yeah, dude. It, 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 I, I hope it stops. I really do hope it stops. It's getting out of control. And I don't blame any of these artists for walking off stage. The ones that have done it.
1: Yeah, I don't blame him either. And next thing I had, a little more wrestling talk. Uh, when I was traveling, uh, A was one of the channels that I had in Orlando. And I didn't have that many channels and my the channels kind of sucked in Orlando. So I ended up <laughs> watching something on A&E, which turned into I came out of the shower and freaking this Bret Hart thing was on, and Bret Hart was my guy. That like full stop, Bret Hart's my guy, right? Like my whole mm-hmm. dream in life probably still is for him to put the glasses on my face. Like I I could die a happy man at that point, but I watched the, I watched the one about him and I was like this is incredible. And then the next day I ended up watching one on Goldberg, and I was like these are really good. So these A and E like WWF WWE documentaries that they're doing are really good. I don't know how old they are or anything because they're like all old stories. So like I don't know how yeah. old they are. And I watched one on Undertaker, and I'm like these are just they're just really well done and good. And I don't know if you ever watched wrestling at any point in your life. Those are like really good.
0: Yeah, dude. No, you're that's a I'm glad you mentioned those. Yeah, those. So they've had two seasons of them and everything that you've watched so far has been the newer season and people raving even more about the ones this year. Uh, They just had uh, Kurt Angle was last week. uh, D generation X was this past weekend. I've got that one recorded. You bet your ass. I'm going to watch that one. Yeah, these two hour long. Uh, specials on these uh, kind of these biographies, AE biographies of these WWE, uh, you know, former wrestlers are phenomenal and, and people can't stop raving about them. They're, they're doing really, really well. Yeah. Sundays. So Sundays on A&E for anybody uh, looking to check those out. Um, definitely do that. Third wrestling thing that I can't believe we're talking about. This. Oh, Chris would be flipping out let's right go. now. Um, by the way, I'm sure, you know, but just putting a little pin in it, uh wrestlemania going hollywood next year in los angeles april first and second so
1: oh yeah i know just (laughs) i know oh i know dan so it's uh it's in my mind just letting you know (laughs) we shall chat (laughs) oh man all right well let's open up some brews here and i got one that uh courtesy they just opened an aldi uh near my neighborhood I love Aldi, Aldi, big fan of the Aldi. And I saw this Carl Strauss Brewing Company and Boochcraft When Worlds Collide Grapefruit Hibiscus. Both these breweries came together for a nice hibiscus grapefruit IPA. I had one this weekend. Super good. I had to uh, bring it out this week because I'm, I'm just in love with this. It's awesome. I love, thing is, I love hibiscus anything. Like, I love hibiscus margaritas. I love hibiscus in anything, right? And, Mm -hmm. like, this with the grapefruit is just fire. And I am a huge fan. And, like, I'm going to pour a little bit of this. Not going to pour all of it. But, yeah. So, check that out. And it smells so good. You can literally just... Yeah. And it's just fire.
0: Yeah, man. Hibiscus is becoming more and more popular as a flavor profile and a lot of different things like that. I'm with you. It's... And it's a really good compliment in a beer and with grapefruit. That sounds really good.
1: Yeah, it's super good. So shouts to Carl Strauss, which is um, a very, a very reliable uh, beer on tap in California, always here. Um, Cause I think Carl Strauss is in San Diego and it, yeah, in San Diego and it's just kind of everywhere. So um, it's cool that they're doing some fun stuff. So I like this and I got it at Aldi, which shouts to Aldi they're all of a sudden popping up all around Los Angeles, which is something that interesting. is interesting. I don't know why that is, but they just are.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Yeah. So yeah. well, first first of two mentions of Aldi on the podcast uh <laughs> today. We've got a story for that a little bit later. Um so for me this week, as you remember, I kind of stated claim of this uh last week that probably wasn't gonna be having a beer on the podcast today because I was at a beer fest this past weekend, and of course, that's multiple days worth of drinking. And I'm headed to a bachelor party this upcoming weekend. Again, more days worth of drinking crammed into just a few. So I need a little, just a, again, I hate doing this. I need to give my body a little bit of a (laughs) well-deserved break in between these two momentous, um, you know, beer opportunities and events however talked about the beer fest that i went to this past weekend it's the greatest one on the planet and that's not just me that's usa today has voted it twice it's one of the top best best beer festivals uh in the country um it now goes by the name barrel and flow and it's the first ever uh black owned black brewed breweries uh focused beer festival and it's Just an overall, an incredible event that they do and, you know, everything they do behind it, but the beer itself, um, what a lot of these are, a lot of these, there's not very many black owned and, uh, black managed breweries, as you can imagine around the country. So what they do is they collaborate with a lot of other local Pittsburgh, but also breweries from around the country that come together and come up with these collaborative, uh, beers and release them at this festival, and one in particular stuck out over many, many beers that we had over the, on Saturday. <laughs> um, one in particular stood out, and it was a collaborator between uh, Shoe Brew, which is actually uh, a little bit north of Pittsburgh, uh, Shoe Brew, S-H-U. And the other brewery is called Conzo. I think it's Conzo, K-H-O-N-S-O conso brewing and i believe they're out of atlanta and these two came together and they brewed a very interesting beer i want to kind of read you the story of it um the name of the beer is called torchy brown and it pays homage to the first black female nationally syndicated cartoon artist uh her name was jackie uh ormes or Orme's. Apologize if I can get that wrong. Um, and her her iconic character, Torchy Brown. This was back in the 30s uh, when this first came out. So they kind of have like the cartoon around the label. It's uh very very cool. Um, so the ex- collaboration between these two breweries, they came together and they made a smoked wheat ale that was conditioned on peaches. And what? yeah, so. When we saw smoked, you know, I, I do like smoked beer. Some people can't, can't do them. And I completely understand that. Okay. Um, smoked wheat. That's, that's a pretty typical one. Um, and I like them. I like them. And but when I saw smoked ale with peaches conditioned with a fruit, I'm like, now that is not anything I have ever had before. How is this going to work? Right. Cause you usually get an oaky smoky flavor. When you're dealing with a smoked, uh, you know, wheat or ale or whatever it is in a beer. This wasn't like that at all. Dude, this tasted like a grilled peach. Mm -hmm. It was incredible. It was the smoke was subtle in it because you think that's going to be powerful thing. You can't really be subtle with smoke, but they were able to be subtle, subtle with smoke. And it was peachy, not too tart, not too sweet really really well balanced and like I said it tasted like a grilled peach and it was just so so good. I went up and I told the guy, the guy from the uh Conzo Brewing and I was like this is the best beer here. This is unbelievable what you have done to get this flavor profile all together working beautifully together. Um I got to see where I can get my hands on them selling it anywhere. I'm hoping that they still have some left but uh, an amazing event, an amazing beer. Uh, certainly I hope it makes up for me not having me one live here today, but fantastic. The torchy brown.
1: The torchy Brown. That's awesome. That's yeah. cool. A little history lesson. Dan, see, when you don't drink, when yeah. me and Chris don't drink, we're just like, oh, yeah, whatever. Wife's pregnant. I got man, some lemonade. It. You know, and it's done. Or I got some lemonade or I got some coffee and that's it. But when you you give us a history lesson, I didn't know there was a black comic character in 1930. I didn't know this. I'm like, look at right? this up. Like, God damn it. Like, geez, yeah. Damn. We're just going proud, on man. history and everything. <laughs> Shouts to you. Well, cheers to you, Dan. I don't know if you're drinking anything, but uh, yeah, there you go. Cheers well, to you. 2 well today. Yeah, there All we right. go. Nothing wrong with that, those that brews, Day, folks, and now let's get into the main menu. Uh, wow, Aldi, let's get some grocery stores going. Grocery Lifetime, well, oh, my favorite. Let's go. <laughs> um, Aldi, uh, one of my favorite grocery stores near and dear to my heart. I love the simplicity of Aldi, always have. Well, they are in the wedding business now, as they are going to give a wedding to one lucky couple who wants it, Dan. You love grocery stores. I Would do. You love get married stores. at a grocery store. Was that one of the venues that you and Shannon thought about? Were you like, mm, keep it, keep it, family? <laughs> right. Uh, n- not even
0: close. Not even close. <laughs> um, this is weird. This is this is a little bit weird, right? It's at their 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 U.S. headquarters is what, like Batavia, Illinois. And it's a store in Batavia, Illinois, is where it takes mm-hmm. place. Up to fifty guests, and what there's Aldi themed cocktails, whatever the hell that means. Uh, yep. Aldi wedding favors, and then the couple gets free Aldi groceries for a year. Is that worth it? Dragging your family and friends of fifty for a you know quote unquote free wedding. Is that is you think that's worth it?
1: Dan, understand. This is how it's written. The winning couple receive travel accommodations to a random place in Illinois. Hair and makeup done professionally for free. We know how okay. expensive this stuff is on the yeah. wedding day. Professional photographer to capture once-in-a-lifetime photos walking down the aisle at Aldi. <laughs> I was with them until that. <laughs> 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 then you start to then you really start to think about it because in your head it's like oh this is funny this is funny and then it's like a lifetime of photos of you walking down the aisle at all
0: yeah this isn't getting married at the taco bell in las vegas no. and like going to experience the taco bell honeymoon suite like yeah this isn't that this Mm-mm. is like almost yeah it almost gets too like, you're right. It's like kind of funny. And then you're like, oh, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. These would be the photos that we have forever that are going up on our walls. Yeah. Is it, us walking down an Illinois Aldi?
1: <laughs> I don't know. It, you, you have your wedding pictures back. I've seen them. They're amazing, right? I've had mine mm-hmm. for a long time. I love my pictures, I love my venue. I love all of them. I could not imagine saying I love them if aisle seven was behind my wife's head. <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> I get that. exactly. Exactly. Like, free is great, but you gotta think about this long term. You gotta think about this long term. Now I do have a little bit of bias, and because I was in the grocery business and it's in yes. my blood, um, I hate Aldi. I hate it. And I know <laughs> I'm like the only person on the planet that can say that. Yes. I know people love it. Love it. And I hate it just as much uh i think it's a sham i think you're feeding um uh you're feeding a company that uh is getting its profits and sending its money over to another country and i don't think that's good uh, i think it's like shopping out basically you're going to walmart um Ooh, okay yeah 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 see i don't think it's a good idea i think you're going to run uh those uh more local and regional based grocery stores out of town and you'll be bad when they're gone because then Aldi's not gonna be that cheap and Walmart's not gonna be that cheap um not to get out on a grocery man tangent but uh that's that's what I that's what I do um so I think Aldi's a ripoff and I think this wedding's a ripoff that's just that's just kind of what I think <laughs> <laughs>
1: So in turn, all right, so if your um, <laughs> relative, friend, whatever, we're getting married. Hey, Ryan's got a wedding coming up. Let's say he's getting married at Aldi. Are Ooh. you going?
0: I'm going. I'm, like, How, what's the reception like there? <laughs> Wait, how is that taking even, uh, even taking place? Like, how awkward is that? I, how I don't know. How awkward is that in there? You'd be dancing literally down the aisles. Uh, who and sits... all these aren't that big.
1: No, they're not. Who sits near the freezer? Who gets the That's seats right? in the back? <laughs> You're like, he sat That's me a near the damn point. freezer?
0: That's a great point. That's a great point. And like, what's an Aldi-themed cocktail? Mm. What does that mean? What does that mean? Um... I don't know. Like, I know Aldi has, like, it's, again, it's not a U.S.-based company. They have a headquarters here, but it's not. It's, I think, it's German. Um, Like, they have all these European treats and trinkets and weird stuff, which I get it. That's cool. You can't get that anywhere else. But, like, don't buy your groceries there. Uh, They got caught selling horse meat there years ago. Like, don't do that. Um, Yeah, it's true. Look it up. Um, (laughs) I'm learning so
1: much about Aldi today. Yeah.
0: I'd go, um, but I'd probably get really drunk and trash the place. <laughs> you know? Oh well, you can take your low produce prices and suck it, I'm trying to drive try everybody else out of town. Aldi, I love it. But yeah, I, I weird, weird because it's again, it's funny, quirky, but then it's like, ooh, that do really pretty. Doing it. You're really doing it and you're really, yeah, we just got big frames up for our wall for our wedding photos that we're, we're putting up. And like, I could never imagine even Dan, the grocery man, <laughs> express lane in the background. Like, oof, no good. No good. Can't do it. So I'm sure someone will do it and have the wedding, you know, amazing wedding in Batavia, Illinois. Like, that's the other thing.
1: Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Come on. I don't know, man. I don't yeah. know about this one. <laughs> yeah. No good. All right. Well, let's talk about another grocery store. Kroger, yeah. you may soon, because I know sports betting is on, I feel like, everyone's ballot in November. It's, or wherever, whenever you're, you yeah, know, so I think everyone's ballot, like, it's it's big here. Every other commercial here is gambling. It's That's what it is. And you may soon be able to do this in Ohio at Kroger. And- when I first saw this, the first thing that went through my head was that gro- grocery stores are going back to the way they used to do they used to be because you used to be able to go Ticketmasters used to be in every Kroger. Ah, oh, right. So I'm like, listen, grocery stores coming back after a couple years of people being like, "Hey, we can get our groceries anywhere. Amazon Fresh, blah 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 blah." Now, grocery stores putting themselves right back in the game, being the place where you get lottery tickets, being the place where you can gamble, being the place where you can can get tickets to Kennywood or whatever, Six Flags, whatever theme park is near you. Telling you, they're coming back. They're making a big comeback. Grocery stores.
0: And I love it. And guess what? Aldi, you ain't going to have gambling in your stores that's for sure so shouts to the regional and the local stores for getting creative you're right people can get they don't even have to go in the store they can pull up and get their groceries right there that's not good for uh the grocery industry people it's it's really not it's convenient for you i know it uh but uh just go shopping when you're hungry it's uh everybody wins that way uh you just buy a little bit more and it's fine um but i yeah. You made a great point about like, yeah, they used to be the ticket masters in mm-hmm. grocery stores. Like nothing like, you know, picking up a gallon of milk, uh, some eggs and put a few dimes down on your team <laughs> while you're there at a kiosk, just getting creative. I, I love this. I yeah. love this. I hate that it's in Ohio. It should be here first. Pennsylvania, you've been allowed to sports gamble here for a long time now. Um, I guess not a long time, but we were one of the first Um, and I might have to do some more grocery shopping in Ohio if they're going to make it that convenient to do to do all that right there. I mean, why the heck not?
1: Yeah, I mean, let's see what's the closest uh, I don't know what the closest would be for you. I know Steubenville is right there. I don't know if there's one yeah. the other way that would be closer, but I mean, you're not that far away from just going down and, you know, making Kroger's like it's the freaking Caesar's Palace sports book. Right.
0: I mean, like, I hope this develops into a big thing. Like, y- you know, there are stores and a lot of people have been to them like Whole Foods, right? Where they have like cafe style restaurants where you can sit down. Uh, We've got uh Giant Eagle here, which is a big, now it's a regional, it's kind of multiple states. They have a lot of their bigger ones where there's bars in it where you can sit there, you could eat, you could drink. They have beer on tap, they have wine. Can you like, like imagine this, that like grocery stores are, you know, the places to go. You go, you have beer, you eat, you place a bet. What else do you need to do?
1: Okay. You you know? I just made the joke about the Caesars Palace sports book, but, like, think if (laughs) there's a corner of Giant Eagle that has the wall of TVs where there's just, like, horse racing going on on one TV. (laughs) Basketball games going, football games going, and old people just sitting there, just... (laughs)
0: Dude, it becomes the place to watch the game. It does. Because here's here's what it is. Here's what it is. You can tailgate right in the parking lot, and the supply like endless supplies right there. You never run out of stuff. You never run out of stuff. You tailgate in the grocery store. You go in. You go up to the bar. You can place your bets right there, eat, drink, and watch the game. It's the place to watch the game is a grocery store. Dude, we have- We're going to be telling bit- our kids that, you know- <laughs> You used to just go in here and buy stuff, you know? <laughs> and now this is where you go to watch games. Sorry, sorry, Buffalo Wild Wings. Sorry. <laughs> they're coming for you.
1: Oh, my Sports God. Books, like, Caesars, they're coming for you, man. Dude, I'm happy you mentioned Buffalo Wild Wings because grocery store wings are better than the ones, at most grocery stores, are better than the ones of Buffalo Wild Wings. Wow. And they're cheaper Oh, Whoa. yeah. Dude. Dude. And oh, you can eating. pick whatever sauce you want. Just go grab it and right? not three. Right. Do a little self-checkout. <laughs> boop, boop. Gone. Go right, right back to your seat. Right there. And you're good to go. Oh, boy. What, what.
0: Oh, boy. This is the future. This the Kroger the future. Sports Book. <laughs> wow. What's this. next? You know, this is what leads us to grocery store music festival and things like that. We've got, you know, the gambling money behind it. Uh, people are wanting to hang out in grocery stores. So they're going to want to come to grocery store music fest. It gives us a chance to change the music at grocery stores. because you're going to have different crowds coming in. Gavin DeGraw, I'm sorry you had a good run, but time's up. You know, we'll give you your festival headliner slot, but then it's time to change things up. The future of grocery stores, it's happening now. They're trying to get this to go for January 1st. January 1st of next year. So only a couple of months away from potentially if they get approved to go into these Kroger's in Ohio. So it's not that far away. My friends,
1: dude, Kroger sports book concert venue. Like, (laughs) wow. Like, I mean, there's a lot of
0: venue. Apparently
1: wedding venue, (laughs) dude. Yeah. Wedding venue. There's a lot of washed pop stars that would definitely play a, like a residency at a grocery store. Like Ryan Cabrera. What's he doing? (laughs) Like, what's oh, for sure? Like, what's Ryan Cabrera doing? You know what I mean? Like, he, he, married, would...
0: he married Alexa Bliss, that lucky son of a True. bitch. He's got very, very fortunate that, uh, you know, for him, that's his career now. Yeah. Wrestling reference, there you go. If you're keeping track at home, <laughs> ding,
1: <laughs> 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 but yeah, dude, I, like Ryan Cabrera residency at Giant Eagle or at Kroger, yeah, Kroger in Ohio. Ryan Cabrera, dude, I'm yep. telling you, this is. We got something. We got something here. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, let's uh, get into our next topic here. The Kansas City Royals. They are selling some interesting food at their ballpark. And uh, this one of several things they're selling is uh, the most interesting. They have a barbecued pork sandwich with Reese's peanut butter (laughs) cups inside. They have a barbecued pool pork sandwich with Reese's peanut butter cups inside it, not off to the side inside no. it.
0: I mean, this is like the this is what brunch court's all about, right? Yep. And this is kind of like a special edition of of Brunch Court. Uh this is real. A hundred percent real. Like you've mentioned, the Kansas City Royals are doing this at Kauffman Stadium. Um, I'm, I am without speech. I'm without speech. I, you can see the picture. It's clearly zoomed in too. <laughs> if you had any doubts that this is real, there's like a chef that created this. This was just some like idiot working in the back, some, you know, working part time nights at, the ballpark this is a chef that created this for this ballpark and um the headline was it's an abomination and i couldn't (laughs) use a better word to to describe this it's a complete abomination and of course of course now this is kansas city okay Mm -hmm. Uh, one of the barbecue capitals of the world absolutely this this idiot went with Sweet Baby Ray's as the barbecue sauce. Like, could you be any more basic using <laughs> Sweet Baby Ray's on this sandwich? That's thats insulting enough to people in Kansas City that you go Sweet Baby Ray's, and then you're going to throw pieces, like crunched up pieces of Reese's peanut butter cups. Oh, and there's bacon on it because they said it needed some sort of crunch, I guess, <sighs> is why there's the bacon bits on it. So that's the full, if you haven't seen this, if you're not seeing this with us, getting nauseous with us, get to <laughs> the screen at some point this week and and check this out because it's the real deal. And it's completely and utterly disgusting looking sounding all the above.
1: Uh, Yeah, this is one of the reasons why. When people tell me that like they take baseball seriously, this lets you know that baseball <laughs> doesn't take itself <laughs> seriously. Because in what sport do they offer this? Like baseball is always the sport that they offer the craziest things. Because you're really not paying attention to the game. Yeah, no one going is paying attention to the baseball game because there's no way you have to pay attention to eat this for one thing, and also what what other sport can you eat this at? You can't do this during football. You can't do this with basketball. You can't do this with any sport where action is happening. Like <laughs> right? you can't, you literally can't like, it's, uh, this is wild to me, but like, I gotta say, if someone told me to try it, I would try it. It's chocolate and barbecue. I can't, it's actually it's Reese it's Reese's and barbecue. So I don't know yeah. if someone bought one for me. I'm not buying this thing. I imagine it's probably like sixteen dollars or something like that. I'm not buying that <laughs> silly shit. I'm not buying that. But like if someone handed it to me and said, "Try it," I'm I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna try
0: it. It's hard to argue that. I think I would be in the same. Boat, you know, as, uh, you know, Chris isn't here this week, but naturally he would be asking who asked for this. That answer is clearly (laughs) nobody, but this chef was inspired. And again, he's there. It's like the dare to pair menu is what they call it. And I would probably take a bite of it just to see. Yeah. Because weirder things, people do weird stuff with their food and it doesn't seem weird anymore, but they do. Okay. So it, it's not just one person making this decision. It's not like this is <laughs> one person like this, right? They're obviously selling these yeah. and it's getting people talking. It's getting people to the ballpark. Like you said, no action during a baseball game. You're going to go, you're going to get this thing. You're going to talk about it. The more people are going to talk about it. And the brunch breakdown's going to talk about it. And that's exactly what we're doing. So it wouldn't be, I'm sure, I'm sure it's weird. I'm sure that first bite's a little weird, but it's at least tempting to try, I suppose, because it does have a lot of things I love in here. I love me some pulled pork. I love Reese's peanut butter cups, and I love bacon. I don't want them together, but sure, what the hell, take a bite.
1: Like, I think because it's, I, for me, I really think it's because it's it's Reese's. That's why. To me, I think that's mm-hmm. honestly why I'm going to try it, because if this were like chocolate sauce, I'd be like, get, get this away from me. If this were just like M&M's or something, I'm like, get this away from me. But it's Reese's. And it's like, that's not just chocolate. You know what I mean? That's not just your average. Like, that's, you know, that's the American pastime. It's Reese's. With barbecue pulled pork, which is, I mean, I mean, come on. In Kansas City but sweet yeah. baby rays yeah you could have done better than that but um yeah, you could have easily done better than um, that could have done better you could have done better in the grocery aisle alone like yeah you just could have done better like yeah like you could have done better like stubs is better there's just it's better
0: yeah oh yeah yeah.
1: Oh, yeah
0: um um yeah and here's the thing like the reason that i would at least be willing to like try this like I I, I can't really picture it tasting good. I I can't, but like, if we weren't talking about this as something that is happening at a baseball stadium around the country, and this was on the latest edition of Iron Chef, and they pulled that basket out, and it was like this random shit, and they came up with this, people would be like, I bet you that tastes amazing. They'd be like, okay, I'd be willing to try that Iron Chef. Okay, let's go. And the judges would be like, unbelievable what you did with this thing. It's amazing how the chocolate kind of melts and peanut butter with barbecue. It kind of, did you know that, you know, you know, this, this, this is all tied together and, you know, the ingredients and in barbecue and how, you know, there's brown sugar in that and the, the sugar from the sweetness of the peanut butter. And like, they'd be explaining it all. And you'd be like, I mean, it makes sense. <laughs> but okay. because this is happening at a baseball stadium, it's like, you're crazy. <laughs>
1: Have you watched Supermarket Out? Yes.
0: Yes. This yes, is
1: prime Supermarket Steakout right here. <laughs> you stop some lady at the grocery store. She's got pork. She's got barbecue sauce. And she's got Reese's peanut butter cups. Right. Someone tries this. And then whoever's sitting in the parking lot is the judge. They're just like, whoa, this flavor <laughs> profile is amazing. It just dances on your tongue. Right. Um,
0: this doesn't make sense. It doesn't look like it should just taste good, but but it's working. It makes it it makes it all work.
1: You're hundred percent right. Right? It's, it's all about how it was presented. Like, if this were presented yes. by Chef Alex, this is absolutely something I'm like, you know what? I think that sounds pretty good. But right. since it was presented by the random chef at the Kansas City Royals game, yeah. I'm like, this is terrible. <laughs> Now I want to apologize. This is great. This is great. Shout out to Kansas City Royals for making the perfect sandwich. We're done.
0: I, you know, that's what it is. It's all that perception of how, it's, how it is how it's It's introduced. And those. there's your tie. There's your tie right there. Now, I'm not saying it will taste good. It does taste good. But I'm at least saying we've seen crazier things. And when they do it on shows like that, no one says boo and you're like oh well it, you know i believe that oh i trust chef alex you know she definitely knows what she's talking about that's how you're gonna take it but this no no
1: no no <laughs> incredible incredible all right dan <laughs> let's talk some music but before we get into what we're listening to um since summer school started that like hit me out don't how's that possible I just, like, saw, like, you know, friends who are teachers, like, posting on, you know, Facebook and Instagram, like, their Amazon list and stuff, and it's like, oh, yeah, school started, first day of school, and I'm like, wait, what? And people posting their kids' pictures in first day of school, and I'm like, whoa, school started. Wow. It's mid-August. Yeah. It snuck up on us very quickly, didn't it? Yeah. Big time. And uh, we haven't talked about A Song of the Summer, and... I don't know about you, but I feel like this is one of those years that happens where we just don't have one. There are just several songs that represent the summer of 2022. There's not just that Despacito or, you know, yep, you know, or Call Me Maybe or whatever, you know what I mean? Or Cheerleader. There's not that one yeah. song this year. It doesn't feel that's how it feels to me anyways.
0: No, I'm 100 percent on board with you. I agree because it was just hard when you were thinking about it. I'm like, wow, this. There's just a lot here. There's not one that definitely stuck out that was just dominated the summer that everybody loves that we haven't seen. I mean, I don't even know if it was that it, probably not even last year. Those songs you even just mentioned are a couple of years. It's yeah. It's been a little while. And obviously, 2020 was weird with with music and everything else going on anyway. So it's been a couple of years since we had a really dominant song of the summer. But I'm 100% uh, in agreement with you that, um, no, we, there was definitely not one that just dominated the, the summer for 2022. What are some of your
1: favorites from this summer? What do you got? Now,
0: you asked me this six months ago or I wouldn't have been, you know, happy to ad- admit this one, but um, I have completely fallen in love with uh, As It Was by Harry Styles. Whoa. I Whoa! Yeah. And going back to April, you know my stance on Harry, but I like that song a lot. Still, wow! I like that song a lot. Wow! I know, I know, I, I know. Late night talking, uh, music for listening in a sushi restaurant. He's kind of got me hooked.
1: He's kind of got me hooked, and it all started with as it was. Uh, listen, my thing with Harry Styles is, I've, I have a weird appreciation for Harry Styles because I think he makes really good background music. I don't think okay. he makes good music that I don't it's weird. I, I feel like he doesn't do anything that makes me be like, yeah, I'm so excited about it. It's just like it's on mm-hmm. and like it's he yeah. has a song music the sushi restaurant. And I'm like, yeah, and I was at a sushi restaurant at one point this summer and Harry Styles was playing and I was like, he's on to something he makes really <laughs> good music to be in the background of your memories in your life, mm-hmm. which is why he's in a lot of reels on Instagram. Like he does. Yeah. It, yeah. There's it, something about it. Cause it's not that it's bad. It's just that it's not like punch you in the face music. It's like, no, it's yeah. not,
0: it's, it's not, you're not, if you're seeing as it was live, you're not screaming every word to it and like dancing around. Like that's not, that's no. not the vibe that that song gives off at all.
1: No. Yeah. But it's like, good. But it's good, and I like. And I like it. It's just like I want to see. It's almost like I want a movie, just like with that as the like the score of that of the soundtrack of the movie, just like yeah, yeah. of the, of those songs. Because it's something about that album that I just like. I really like it. But it's also like, and I'm like, why does this make me feel like something's missing? But that's I think that's what he's trying to do. That's what it's he's trying to do. For sure. but yeah, yeah. Ever since they they started playing that song on Alt Nation,
0: and I'm like, uh oh. <laughs> I'm like, no, this is not going to go over well. And then I kept listening. So, shall to Alt Nation and shall to Harry. That was yeah. That's that's one of the ones. Believe it or not, on my list.
1: Um, one of the ones on my list, a little controversial. Uh, massive by Drake.
0: Uh, off the new, off
1: the the off the new wow wow. Uh uh massive is just a fun outside pool party jam and i just love it and it's so different from drake but it's one of those songs that i'm gonna remember from this summer and however anybody feels about the album i feel like that song has legs i feel like that song is going to have have some legs and it's going to stay around for a bit but it's it's definitely one of my songs Mm -hmm. of the summer and then like Uh, okay yeah Yeah. Yeah.
0: A little controversial. You're right there. A little controversial controversial. Yeah.
1: But But it just goes to the summer. It's like I it's this it's weird. It's like Beyonce's break my soul. Right. I love that song. Maybe that will be the song that I remember the most from this summer because I love this. I love that song like genuinely out of any of these. I love the song. But uh, but yeah, it's just a weird summer. But yeah, but that's another one. Yeah. Those two for me for sure.
0: Yeah, I had Break My Soul uh from Beyoncé on my list as well. Again, a little bit later in the back half of summer, yeah. but it just really had a lot of life to it and, you know, gave us dance dance mode Beyoncé uh, again and it was that's what we all needed. We may hey. not have known we needed it, but that's certainly what we all needed. Um one that I'm surprised didn't pick up more steam it certainly picked some steam up but i thought when i heard it i'm like this is it this is the song of the summer easy lover ellie golding and big sean i mm. i thought this song is going to take off ellie golding's back it's catchy it's amazing and it's been good and it's being played it just never got into that stratosphere that I expected it to and kind of take off and kind of song of the summer vibes. So that one will be for me, but I'm surprised it never really exploded the way that I, I thought it would.
1: I, you know, I'm with you on that. Cause I really like that song. And maybe that song ends up just becoming a, you know, very popular as it goes on. Um, yeah. Uh, but one for me as that, I was surprised just kind of like died once bigger music came out was first class. Like, remember when First Class was the oh, song yeah. of the summer? It was like May. It was just like, that's it. Yeah. Like, we're done here. It's Jack Harlow. He runs the world. And then, you know, Drake puts out an album. Lizzo puts out an album. Beyonce puts out an album. It's like Harry Styles' like songs just never stopped growing. They just kept, you know, as it was, just never went away. Um, mm-hmm. I don't even know if he's, released a new, if he's even released another video for that album yet. Because as it was, it just kind of stayed the course right for this whole time and just uh, yeah in first class just it just went it just fizzled out it like did quickly yeah, just fizzled out
0: it's, it's interesting like, you bring that up yeah because it was it had all the steam and momentum in the world and then it just boom it was like yeah. it was gone wow. wow, interesting interesting one that you brought up um another one that same type of story was like it's just a really good and probably underappreciated song because I think a lot of people thought this person would maybe be a one-hit wonder and they're still young in their career. But damn it, people, the song is good. Maybe you're the problem, people. Maybe you're the problem by Ava Max. So good. So good. I dare you to sit still and listen to that song. I mean, maybe you're the problem, people. That's why it never got to the height. It should
1: have, but mm. still love it. Still Here's love it. the thing about that song. That song's never going away. That song's going to no. be in our lives forever.
0: I hope not, man. Forever, forever and ever. Is. I hope it will be for a long time. Yeah. Because that's a great one.
1: Um, yeah. And the last one I had is, um, and I don't know if you have like a personal song of the summer that you know was not anyone else's song of the summer. Um, yep. Bia and J. Cole's London is my song. Is, is the song of the summer in my head. Because I just love that song and it just makes me feel good. And like Mm -hmm. anytime I needed to get hyped up this summer, I was like putting that song on. And that song just personally to me is one of my songs of the summer. I know that's not on anyone else's list, but like that song just, man, that song just gets me every time.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, hey, that's that's what that's what a lot of it's about, too, right? Is that especially when you don't have that dominant one. Mm-hmm. And I had, I had kind of two. I had two okay. that were more songs of the summer for me. That yeah, aren't going to be on anybody else's most other people's song of the summer uh, playlist. First one, I did put back on the Sounds of Brunch when I first discovered it uh, a couple of months ago. A band out of Boston, Boston area called Ripe, and their song "Settling," and because it feels like summer, nice. it just it's so catchy it'll get stuck in your head and it is, it'll feel like summer. It's got that summery, oceany kind of you know, almost vibe to it. And it's just an incredible, an incredible song. Really good. Love the horns in it. It's not ska, but it kind of plays on that a little bit. I love that song. Um, Settling by Ripe. And it ended up being a, a summer for uh, a, a, a listener, a friend of the program a, as well. Um, he knows who I'm talking about. Um, and then the other one is. Our boys at almost Monday in sunburn. Mm. That just screams summer lyrically within the melody as well. Um, they've got a summary feel to a lot of the stuff that they put out, but sunburn obviously in particular, that was another great kind of song of the summer that I rode through uh, quite a bit. So those are, those are my two personal ones.
1: They played school night the day that I came back from the dance awards and I just could not make that and it hurt my, it broke my soul. It, it honestly, it it broke Ugh. my soul. It, it, it broke my heart that I couldn't go there and support the homie Ashton and almost Monday, but I, it was the day I got back and there was no way I was going to be like, Siobhan, I'm gonna go to a concert. Yeah, right? I mean, it's like I've been gone for three weeks. I'm gonna go yeah, to Hollywood for a bit. conversation to have. Yeah, I'm gonna go to Hollywood for a bit, hang out with Ashton, and you know, drink a little bit. That's what I'm gonna do. Yeah, that wasn't right. happening. So,
0: yeah, but I was <sighs> so the bummed. smallest venue. That's the smallest venue they will you'll yeah. ever see them play in because it's just taken off from here for those guys. Absolutely, that's for sure.
1: That was a fun song of the summer conversation, Dan. But uh that what, are you was. what are you listening to this week, sir?
0: Yeah, this week, um, my man who had some uh maybe honorable mentions on my personal song of the summer playlist, the man Rex Orange County hey. coming in out of nowhere. He had an album release, you know, early this year. Got mm-hmm. a chance to see him live on his tour. He unfortunately had to cancel some dates at the end of his tour, but uh kind of out of nowhere, he released a song called Threat. And this kind of song ties into song of the summer actually, uh, because he said for himself that this song was made for August time. He said (laughs) it was made for August time. And he actually quoted and said, go out, go be outside, blast this in the car and roll your windows down. Blast. This is the quote from Rex Orange County himself about his song called threat. It's just that it's summary feel good vibes. Um, Just a one-off single that he's going to release this year, but, just in time, like you said, as school's kind of coming back, soak up the last couple of weeks of summer. Threat from my man, Rex Orange County.
1: Nice. Um, Lauf put out a new album last week, and he has a song on there called Stay Together. And it is not a love song that you think about him wanting to stay together with someone. It is a full breakup song. And <laughs> if you have ever been in a relationship that lasted just a little bit too long. This is your anthem, and it is—it's so good. It's—it's it's funny because it just kind of hits you in the face with it. You're just like, wait, I didn't know that's what this song was about, <laughs> and it is, and it's—it's it's so good. And his album is very good, by the way. It's—it's it's super good. So all for nothing's the album the love just put out, and it's—it's uh it's really good because he does some interesting things on here that I didn't expect to hear from love. So like, this is his second album, I believe, and. I I really like it so, but stay together is uh, a <laughs> good jam. So check that out.
0: I like that. I like that a lot. Um, how could we not include this? This could have had the legs for song of the summer. I I do think so. If it was released earlier, um, Super Freaky Girl by Nicki Minaj oh! that she just released this past week.
1: Dude, it's Anaconda I Part mean- Two, and it's amazing. <laughs> It is,
0: it is the incredible sample of Super Freak by Rick James throughout the song. It's like, how, how does she do it? How does she put this song together? And and it it sounds incredible with that sample tied in throughout the whole thing. It makes you want to get up off your seat, move, groove. It's a banger. I'm telling you, two months ago, this thing would have been high, high steaming it all the way through summer. I mean, I'm glad we have it, but... Super Freaky Girl, Nicki Minaj. Oof. I wasn't ready. For, we weren't ready for that one.
1: Uh, like, if we find out that that song was, like, finished before the summer started, I'm going to be oh. Because that song is, I mean, come on. Like, and I think she's yeah. performing at the VMA. She's in the Video Vanguard Award. I'm I'm sure she's going All to perform right. that song. And I am, I mean, come on. Like, yeah. Jesus That song is so good. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Oh, man. I love that song. So, yeah. Shouts to you for putting that on. Um, Ray Shrimmerd and uh, my favorite female rapper, Flo Millie, put out a song called Community Dick. And it is an enjoyable lesson. Whether you love the song or not, I do. (laughs) But it's hysterical. It's a very funny song. Um, And it's called Community Dick. So, you know just go into the song not knowing you're not going to go into a serious song so (laughs) you know just you know be ready to laugh it's a great song um yeah Ray Shrimmer, happy they're back
0: oh yeah for sure yeah let us hanging out there for a little while not sure what was happening I know Um, so that's 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 awesome to see and in, in here for sure. Uh, last one from me is from Pale Waves. I think I've maybe thrown on a Pale Waves track or two over the last few months as they've been leading up to that album release, <clears throat> and they finally released it. Uh, this past week, uh, the album is called Unwanted, and I'm gonna put the title track on there also called Uh Unwanted. Um, and it definitely has. A lot of that 2000s pop punk vibe that a lot of people are doing, but it's kind of always been ingrained in their music, anyways, because um, it's still fused with kind of the synth pop uh, mix in style that they have. Uh, the whole album is really, really good. If anybody, if you like that style of, of music, definitely check out the full album, but uh, I'll put on uh, Unwanted by Pale Waves on there this week
1: like it well um since i'm still putting a beyonce song on every um playlist (laughs) um we're gonna throw what did we put on last week Heated. we're gonna throw energy on this week sir that's what we're putting on energy this week featuring beam i love that song it's a big big household jam in the house uh for me and uh the the old kiddos so yeah energy is the jam so check that out beyonce energy
0: you gotta keep the gotta keep those tracks coming. That that I, album was worth multiple oh, weeks God. on the Sounds of Brunch. Dude. Multiple weeks. <laughs> I love that album so much.
1: I just I can't wait for the dance breaks on tour more than anything else.
0: Oh geez, like yeah, what? for real?
1: Come on, it's gonna it's be gonna insane. be wild, insane.
0: wild. It'd be yeah. insane.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Well, that is what we're listening to. Make sure you check out the Sounds of Brunch playlist on Spotify, updated every weekend for all your music. And we've got two weeks of music on there. So if you missed a week, it's still there. So make sure you check it out on Spotify. Dan, any final thoughts on the brunch breakdown? I'm excited about the future of grocery stores, man. Maybe I got to get back into this business. <laughs> <laughs> we literally made grocery stores, casinos. during this podcast and that's why we do it that's right (laughs) it's the brunch breakdown we're out